Welcome to the Andy Staples Show. We're doing a lot of pre-draft stuff, and we're going to keep doing that. There's some really fascinating prospects in the draft this year, and obviously we like to say goodbye to the, the guys we've been watching in college and, and wish them well in the NFL. But here's a guy that I bet most of you did not watch in college. Quinn Miners played at Division Three Wisconsin Whitewater. And you may not have heard of him yet, but you're going to hear of him a lot over the next few months. This is one of the fastest rising guys on a lot of teams' draft boards. He's an offensive lineman. He lit it up at the Senior Bowl. He has a great story because he didn't even know he was going to be at the Senior Bowl until December. And he's playing a position he's never really played before in center. Uh, he had basically had to teach himself how to snap. Quinn Miner is one of those fascinating prospects in the draft. He's going to talk about learning to snap putting that to use against 300-pound dudes that are really, really good athletes when he's not really done it at all. And he's also going to give us some great life advice. He will tell you why you need to let the belly breathe. So here is my interview with Quinn Miners. So Quinn Miners, you are in Frisco, Texas. You are training, still in training for the draft. You've, you've had the Senior Bowl. You, you've got Pro Day is next, right? So how, do, how does that work now in in a pandemic how does pro day work yeah so i'm training you know training here at exos uh preparing for for a pro day um yeah i'll be coming back up to wisconsin um i think a week a week tomorrow or something like that maybe two weeks i, I don't know i got the days all messed up but uh should be I'll, be I'll be back in wisconsin on march 2nd and that'll give me some time to you know get uh you know locked and loaded with you know the weather and traveling and stuff so yeah, I'll be having my own pro day at, uh, at Whitewater on March 9th. I mean, so so folks who don't know, the you know, people who listen to this follow college football pretty close, so they should already know this. But Wisconsin Whitewater is a machine. It is a Division three dynasty. It's basically you guys in Mount Union, right? Yeah, yeah, that's like kind of the you know the big history. You know, unfortunately, like in my in my career, I wasn't able to play uh, Mount Union. But yeah, that's there's a huge history and tradition. You know, at Whitewater. You know, we've, you know, we produce a lot of, you know, great teams, you know, great players and, and stuff like that. So yeah, Whitewater's a, you know, for division three, it's, you know, kind of usually, you know, we're usually top three, you know, usually so, in the mix. So how, how did you wind up deciding on, on Whitewater? Cause it is like we, we said, one of the best programs in division three, but I imagine you probably had some interest, uh, division two and, and maybe even SCS. How, how did your recruitment go? Yeah, recruitment uh, for me was pretty uh, minimal. Uh, I had one Division two offer uh, at St. Cloud State in Minnesota, um, and then a handful of Division threes. Uh, yeah, I had no no uh, Division one whatsoever offers, and I, you know I'm asking I'm you know asking the same question of why even you know to yeah. this day. was it a, was it a size thing? Were you small? Was it no? I was a six two, you know three fifteen right tackle, so I'm like maybe wow. height. But like, you know, to go on top of that, you know, I, you know, I'm a humble person, but to talk a little more, I mean, I went to state my senior year for wrestling and I placed fifth in division one, which is the biggest division. Yeah. And I also was, you know, throwing the shot put pretty far. Like I, my, my farthest throw my senior year to go to state, um, I took third place with 55 feet. So like, I wasn't like a bottom of the total pole athlete, you know, in Wisconsin, it was, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was honorable mention all state for offensive line and defensive line. You know, I did play in the in our, in our, uh, all-star game. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, asking the same questions, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I had a great experience on Whitewater. 
Well, and, and the the way things worked out for you are, is so interesting. I, I, I really want to get into it because you, you kind of exploded at the Senior Bowl. Uh, people knew, okay, here's this guy from, from Wisconsin Whitewater. It's a really good program, but can he handle playing against Division One type talent? And you're playing against like Levi, Levi, and I'm going to butcher his last name. I'm so sorry. Onsworky from, from Washington. You you were playing against a, a lot of big time talent guys who are going to go early in the draft and holding your own. What was that like, you know, getting to that level and, and, you know, getting to play against that level that you'd, you'd seen on TV, but hadn't really had a chance to play against. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can talk a lot about it. You know, I, I had a lot of things, you know, going against me with, you know, division three, being a small school guy, uh, you know, I didn't have a season this year because of uh, COVID. So I wasn't able to have a 2020 season to, you know, keep progressing, you know, that way. Um, you know, I kind of took the things that I had and just, you know, did, did my best. You know, I, I trained as hard as I could without, you know, football for, you know, the last, you know, year, uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, took underneath my belt to learn, learn center. And, you know, when it came to the moment, it was just be who I am and do what I've been doing. So, and, and, it, and it, it definitely worked out. You know, I was, I was holding my own against some of these guys, you know, I was able to watch film on them and see, you know, before, before the week, I was able to watch some film on them and see, you know, what they do, what they don't do and, yeah. and certain things like that, just to give my advantage of being small school. Well, that's the thing. You, yeah, you had tape on them. They didn't have any tape on you, but yep. even if they'd had tape on you, that's, that's the thing that I found interesting. You know, our, our draft guys mentioned this cause he got a hold of your white water tape from, from 2019. And then uh, I talked to Jim Nagy from the, the, the senior bowl and he said the same thing where the 2019 tape does not look like what you look like at the senior bowl. And you mentioned that you took it upon yourself to learn to play center. You were playing guard. You'd never snapped. Like you, ha- you, you mentioned you played tackle in high school. So you'd never snapped. How, how did you go about this past fall learning how to snap without games practices? Yeah. So <laughs> that's, it's a great question. Uh, you know, I kind of took it upon myself to kind of learn, learn center. I, I understood uh, like early that if I wanted to, you know, pursue this thing as the next level and playing in the NFL, you don't just play a guard unless you're someone like Quentin Nelson, where it's like, yep, I'm left right. guard. Most people are not, I'm left guard. So for the most part, you got to be able to play both interior three. And, you know, it started off when we, you know, we initially had, you know, the quarantine and everyone was kind of stuck at home. Uh, I, 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 fortunately I had a weight room in, in my basement at home. So I was able to work out there. And then in my backyard, uh, I was, I was practicing snapping into garbage cans. Um, nice. We had like a little, so a nice little shotgun snapping into garbage cans. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, started a YouTube channel so that way I could record myself every day on my GoPro. And then I could rewatch the, the clips of, you know, whatever I was trying to work on that day. So I would kind of, I would break it up throughout the week to like what type of, um, whether I was doing like inside zone steps, outside zone steps, pulling steps or, you know, pass pro sets. So I was able to kind of film those individually. And, you know, if I'm taking a certain step to the left and the ball keeps doing blank, I can kind of manipulate Mm -hmm. and just kind of get that feedback. We'll be right back after these words. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We got to talk about the YouTube channel because my favorite video is, is probably the same one everybody says. It is the the outdoor Canada workout where you've you've taken... Is that... that that's your weight equipment from your your basement, right? That you've taken outside in in Canada. On your great uncle has a, a fishing camp, right? Yeah, yeah. My great uncle Tim, yeah, he owns the, the island up there and does this does this fishing camp. Um, yeah, so that was the original weight set that we had in the basement, and it was one of those things where my dad wanted to upgrade, but nice. kind of needed a reason to upgrade. So I was like, hey, can I just <laughs> can I take this up there? And he goes, perfect. Get, take it get rid of it i can get a new set and, nice. new, and new stuff yeah because my dad enjoys, i do that with tvs you know, sometimes <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's <laughs> it's funny he always got to have a little excuse to you know kind of upgrade or whatever so that was a perfect perfect timing but yeah that was that was what i was doing up and up in the island i mean it's it's great though because this is it is pure rocky four you are rocky we we need to have like one of these, like Alabama, like Landon Dickerson needs to have the Drago version of this workout at the Alabama football facility. Although Landon is more of a Rocky type himself, but you know, yeah. we got to keep the theme going because it is my favorite is the zone steps against a tree. That that's probably <laughs> my favorite of your of your outdoor workouts where you are you are working zone steps against a tree. Yeah, I, like I said, I was just trying to use that. You know, I, I feel like I have kind of a you know a little bit of a creative mind to be able to you know think of certain things. So you know, I'm able to you know use a tree as and line them up as different techniques over me because yeah, cer- certain drills we do at Whitewater will line up against like our goalpost to get like you know yeah. double team fits and stuff. So I kind of took that idea and I was like, all right, well, I got to practice my punch, and and punching a tree hurts a lot actually. So that's <laughs> So, you know, you build up a little bit of uh, pain tolerance. If you can dodge a tree, you can dodge a ball. If you can, if you, if you can reach you an outside, if you can reach an outside shaded tree, you can reach an outside shaded human. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, but how much, how much fun was that for you to, to kind of get into the, the nuts and bolts of it? And you also train with, with Duke Miniweather at OL Masterminds, one of the preeminent offensive line gurus you're working with Rashawn Slater who's uh played at Northwestern who's, who's one of the top tackles in the draft did that help you know getting to see a guy like that next to you give you confidence hey you know what I, I can do this I can play with these guys it was like it was honestly a great experience you know Duke's a great guy uh Rashawn's also a great guy it was it was really cool to have that chance to to come down to MJP and spend a couple of weeks together, you know, with Duke and, you know, perfecting, you know, my stance and how I get out of my stance and just, you know, overall, um, you know, demeanor and mindset of an offensive lineman. And yeah, it was, it was special to be able to work out with, you know, Rashawn Slater. That was kind of like my first, you know, chance to see like up in person, you know, what, you know, division one or a high, you know, NFL prospect is like. So it was really, it was really cool to, you know, meet him, hang out, talk a little bit, you know, and, and, you know, kind of, you know, become friends and it was a really cool experience. So the, it, it, when you first meet him and you first working out next to Rashawn, did, I, it, I guess it can go one of two ways where it's, oh my God, look at the physical attributes here. This is what a first round tackle looks like, or okay, 
I see where I can do some of this stuff and I have a, a shot to be this. Yeah, I, I've been working hard for a really long time. So I like in the back of my head, I was kind of like, you know, I'm not going to be like horrible, but it's how close can I be, I guess, to mm-hmm. someone like like Rashawn. So it was cool to, you know, go through some of those workouts together and, you know, <laughs> try to get as close as I can to what he's doing. Because I always yeah. I always I always want to try to be the best in the room or, or whatever like that. So I'm willing to do kind of whatever it takes. So it was cool to have that. uh you know, those, the comp, you know, the competitive, you know, lifting of me and him being partners. And it was really fun. So, uh, I mean, you took a risk with this choice though, because when, when the division three season isn't happening, you decided, okay, I'm going to start training for the draft, but you didn't have the greatest tape. We, we, we've talked about that. How did you know that you were going to be able to get a chance to prove yourself? Cause it, you know, if Landon doesn't get hurt, you might not get that senior bowl invite and you might not have that chance to, to show what you could do. How, how much of a leap of faith was that to say, you know what, I'm just going to train. And when I got my chance, I'm going to show them. You know, when I, whenever I tried to make big decisions like that, I try to, you know, make pros and cons, different ideas. And I, I talked to as many people as I could. So I would say it was more of a, a calculated uh, decision so I, originally I kind of took up the, you know, there's kind of three, three options here. It was come back to Whitewater, transfer to a bigger school and try to eliminate that level of competition question, or it's, Hey, let's, you know, take the hype that I've generated and, you know, all the stuff that I've been doing and let's move forward with that. And, you know, with a bunch of, you know, me looking at the information and my dad looking at it and, you know, eventually, you know, figuring out, uh, who my agent was going to be. It was just a culmination of, of the right information to make a calculated thing of like, Hey, I'm ready to do this. So what's that like when you get to the senior bowl and for those who know the, the game itself, and we'll get into to your experience with the game itself is, is secondary to what you do in the practices, what you do in the meetings. But those, those practices are so important when you're trying to show teams something. And you had the dolphins coaching staff and you're lined up against some really good players. What's going through your mind on some of those first reps when you've got those guys over you? Yeah, I would say like a like initial mindset is, is, is be myself and do what I got to do. Uh, and another thing is, is uh, you know, knowing who I'm going against and kind of looking back to that little database that I had in my head of, of notes. And, and yeah, just doing you know, doing, doing what I've been taught, you know, through, throughout Whitewater, you know, take some of the tips and things that uh, Duke was able to provide me with those couple of weeks and, and just perform and, and do, and do it. And that's kind of, you just got to do it at that point. Like you're there, you got to do it. So. Who was the, uh, the guy who you thought challenged you the most, who was the most fun, most challenging to go against? <clears throat> I would say the most fun and challenging was, was uh, going against uh, Osa. Odigizui mm-hmm. from uh, UCLA. From UCLA, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think there would have been a lot more fun uh, with uh, Levi if if he you know was able to finish uh, the practices because right. the first practice he was really challenging uh, like the snap count and the cadence. So you know, snapping was already a very new thing to me, and now I have a, <laughs> that's right a defensive lineman I got to reach and snap and whatever. So. I was, and, and, and they, he's looking at you like I got your body language down. I'm seeing you fly. I know exactly when you're going to snap. 
Yeah. So I was, you know, giving him keys and I was, you know, being true too true to the cadence of not like anticipating it a little bit more, but you know, it was little things like that, that, you know, made me enjoy the battles that I had with Osa or, 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 uh, or him at the, on the first day. Mm-hmm. It was just cause I was able to kind of, you know, progress. I feel like I was able to progress a lot every day of practice because, you know, there were little things like that. I was able to kind of correct. And so you broke your hand during one of the practices and begged them to let you play. But the, what the Dolphins coaching staff said, no, we, we, We've seen enough. You've proven enough. Did you? What you got? Victory formation snaps. Is that? Is that what happened? Yeah, that's. Yeah, that was the. You know, the ending of the conversation. But yeah, I don't. I don't know when or or how I broke my hand. Uh, the initial pain started when we were doing indie drills, and my hand got stuck behind the pad as I was trying to drive through Ooh. the. I don't. I don't know. It hurt then, and I just taped it up and buddy taped them and just continued continued practice. So I don't, I probably made it worse, <laughs> but, but yeah, I continue. But you don't know when the adrenaline's going. I, I had a deal when, when I was, this was probably, I guess like five years ago, I, I had a, a problem with my foot and I went to a podiatrist and he x-rayed it and he goes, when'd you break your foot? And I said, I've never broken my foot. And he points at it. And he goes, yes, you did right there. And I said, oh, oh, I know when that <laughs> happened. And it was my freshman year of college in practice, on scout team, uh, Mo Collins, who wound up playing left tackle for a long time in the NFL, uh, he'd had a deal with an agent. He'd, ha- he'd gotten suspended for a few few games, so they made him play scout team. His punishment was to have to play next to me. <laughs> and he had, because I'm so slow, had stepped on my foot. And apparently he'd broken it, but I didn't know it for 20 years. So you wow. just, sometimes you just don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I really, that's funny. That's a funny story. But yeah, I really didn't know. I, I finished practice um, during our Friday walkthrough. You know, I'm, I saw I kind of like a little brace on and, and trying to go through some of the motions. Uh, and then Coach Coach Flo comes up to me and he goes, he goes, yeah, you're not playing in the game. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's I was like, so wrong. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, really? And he goes, he goes, yeah, you know, you've proven everything you need to prove this week. You know, I have a bad feeling about it, and I just want you to, you know, heal up and be safe. What does it mean to you, though, when the coach of the Miami freaking Dolphins says you've proven everything you needed to prove this week? Uh, like initially, I was like, I mean, my, my initial thought was, no, I didn't. <laughs> you know, I, I, my, my initial thought was you practice all week for the game. Like, I, I just have a different mentality. Like, I, don't, like, I understand the practices are important and the interviews are but like I wanted to play in the game. Like I haven't played in a game in so long. Like yeah. just running up, just running through the tunnel to go to practice. Like it was just like the adrenaline of, of that. So like I've missed, I missed all of that. So I wanted to be able to play in the game because it's been so long, but yeah, you know, it was a cool and special moment. You know, I, I talk, I tried to talk to him to let me, you know, Hey, can I get like maybe one or two drives or, or something like that? But uh, we, uh, <laughs> we agreed on uh, if, if there's victory, uh, you, I get to go in and there was kind of a, a funny moment on the field. So I, I knew we were going to be going into victory and I was already yeah. in the huddle. I was already in the huddle. Like I was waiting for that moment and coach <laughs> and, and coach flow was actually yelling for me, but I was already in the huddle. Like, I'm, I'm already here. I'm, I was ready. I was ready for my two snaps. So yeah, gotta, that's very, uh, listen, that's what coaches want. They want to know you're going to be where you're supposed to be. So that, Hey, that that's the way I, I just, I can't imagine how much the way you handle that situation helped. 
Because it seems like that's exactly what they're looking for. <clears throat> How many times did you get the question or a variation of the question, Senior Bowl week, from team personnel? How much do you love football? Yeah, I think that's one of their kind of standard standard questions. And I mean, I think coming from you know not even you know you know John, even just coming from a Division three school, like we're we're not on scholarship. We're we're doing the same thing as the Division one guys do. We're waking up super early, doing our workouts, doing the off-season stuff. We have spring ball. Like, we're doing everything the same. So a lot of these guys, you know, in Division Three, really love the game of football. Like, they're doing it, yeah. you know, for the love and the passion. I think that speaks a lot of volumes. But also, like, how – I, I want to play in the game. Like, that's the – you know, like, I'm, I'm going to say it again. You practice so you can play in the game. So, like, of course. why would I – so the I, games are the games are what makes it worth it. That was, that's what makes all the the lifting and and everything else worth it. Now, mm-hmm. I, I do. Now you mentioned D three, no scholarships. Did did you have to work during college? I, I imagine you did some work for your uncle, judging by your workout, because some of that wood chopping, you've done that <laughs> before. That that clearly is some something you've put in your ten thousand hours at. Yeah. No. No. No work up in up in Canada. It was just workouts and fishing. Yeah. Um, I think a fun, a fun outdoor thing was, was chopping wood. You know, sometimes you get a little cabin fever with how hot it is, no AC and stuff like that. So he goes, Hey, just go chop some wood. It'll make you feel better. <laughs> so it's your leisure so, activity. So <laughs> I mean, off yeah, some energy. <laughs> yeah. Go, go split some wood, you know, get, you know, two jobs done, you know, uh, I, I, I missed the original question. My bad. I don't even know what it was. I, no, no. I was, so did, did you have to work during college or did you have to work going into college to, to say, cause you, somebody's got to pay that tuition. Yeah. So I was able to, you know, make a lot of money, um, early, um, throughout like high school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was able to build up a lot of money. Um, my, my dad helped me a lot through, through college as well. That was kind of, you know, he set up a, an, an account for me, you know, very young, like when I was very young, I believe the 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 account is like five twenty nine. Five twenty nine. I I have I have an eleven yeah. year old and a nine year old, so I've got a, a couple yeah. of those. <laughs> yeah. So so he he was able to help a lot. So I mean, most of the the stuff I was able to do has been, you know, because of my dad, because of and how much how much support he has, you know, not only emotionally but like with you know the financial financial side of things as well. And saying I, I need a new weight set, so can you please take this one to Canada? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a dad who cares. Now, did he play football too, or, or are you first generation football, or is it is it in the family? Not a lot. Not a ton of of sports um, are in the family. Uh, my grandpa was a pole vaulter in high school. Really? Yeah. And um, my my uh, great uncle Uncle Tim, uh, mm-hmm. you know, from the Canada Island, he he played football as well. But like, there's not like not a lot of you know athletes, I guess you could say. We'll be right back after this message from one of our lovely sponsors. You you said you wrestled, you you threw the shot put, you played football. Were you the kid growing up that played every sport? Yeah, I wanted to do everything everything that I could. You know, like throughout, you know, youth football. I didn't do a lot of youth wrestling because I just didn't like the I just didn't like the way like the pressure of wrestling was too much. I tried it one time in middle school. And I didn't really like it, so I just I stuck to basketball for a little bit. And then um, when I went into high school as a freshman, a senior, like a, or it was a junior on the offensive line at the high school, was like, "Dude, if you want to be good at football, do wrestling." So he convinced me to come up for wrestling. And 
And, and he that. realized that every wrestling practice is harder than the hardest football practice. Yes. And it progressively <laughs> gets worse throughout the year. <laughs> exactly right. Where they do all the running and they're like, okay, now we're going to go on the mat. And it's like, yep. really? <laughs> yeah. We do all that running on the mat and then we do conditioning drill work of, and heavyweights is just horrible because when we're doing double leg takedowns and stuff yep. against each other, we're, you know, we're both, you know, 260 pounds. It's, that's rough and it's doing it as fast I, as you can in a minute. Yeah. And, and then the double underhooks and all that. I, I remember it well. It, was, it, it, it was, it was done for football. Every moment you're like, this is making me better at football. This is why yes. I'm doing this. But this, none of this is fun. So no, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of mental toughness building. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, how much? But how much does it help? I mean, I've talked. Dalvin Tomlinson, who plays for the Giants, was a fantastic wrestler in Georgia, and I am convinced had he been born in Iowa and not Georgia, he would have <laughs> been like a U.S. Olympic wrestler instead of a football player. But how much did it help you in terms of leverage and using your hands and just understanding how how to move people? A hundred percent. Like any, any uh, football player I talk to, especially alignment, I'll be like, you have to do wrestling. Like that's just uh, one of those things, you know, it, it's not only, you know, you know, footwork and, and reacting to things. It's, you know, hand placement and understanding, you know, certain leverage points and stuff, you know, you're not, maybe you're not going to get a, a perfect punch every single time, but maybe if you slip into an underhook and you have those four years of wrestling in high school, you're like, okay, I, I remember this. I remember the underhook and you can kind of do a little, I mean, you even see some defensive linemen doing that as part of yeah. the, some of their moves. You know, the little, you know, just don't drop, don't, don't, don't drop into the fireman's carry. I think they'll call you for a hold on that one. <laughs> yeah, that one, that was a hard move for me to to learn, and I never did that in competition. That's just I don't, I don't trust. You, you, you're wrestling heavyweight. You're not gonna. You don't want some dude crashing down no. on your head. <laughs> I, I, I didn't do. A, I just, I just did a lot of uh, single leg and double leg takedowns. Not a, not fireman's carry. That's, just, that's a little guy move. But That's I hated right. drilling it. I hated drilling it at practice because coach didn't care. <laughs> oh yeah, no, everybody's got to do it. So, all right, we, we got to talk about your your signature, and I I love what you're doing with this, by the way. So, uh, for for those who saw Quinn at the Senior Bowl, there, there's probably one part of his body you saw the most. Uh, he he rocks the crop top at practice. His belly shows. Uh, it's it's just like Ezekiel Elliott or DK Metcalf's. I mean, you can't see it in the video here, but. <laughs> I promise you, it's it's like a it's like an eight pack. But no, so you are you are doing for the keg what Zeke did for the six pack. And I noticed you're selling Belly of the Beast T-shirts, and it's for a good cause. Yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of start from the you know the backstory of the whole the whole belly thing. You know, I've been I've been rocking crop tops at practice uh, since high school. I mean, that's just. You know, it gets hot during fall camp. I don't care where you're at. It gets hot in fall camp. You know, I understand. Even Wisconsin. in Wisconsin. <laughs> Even in Wisconsin, it gets hot and humid during fall camp. So, you know, always rock the crop top. You know, it was always, you know, so hot. It was just awesome. You know, let the, let the belly breathe. That's kind of something I've been saying a lot. But it, that's just that's just facts. Um, so that, that was kind of cool to see how that took off at the senior bowl. You know, my, my mindset of coming into senior bowl is just be myself. And, 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 you know, be me. And that was something that was always a part of what I did, uh, you know, at practice was having the crop top out. And when I, when I saw that kind of take off, I mean, all of my social media stuff kind of went, you know, insane. Like I maybe had 900 followers and most of them were big from, you know, high school friends or teammates or, or just certain other people that I meet. 
And I mean, now I'm almost at 11,000 followers. Wow. I've, I've gained, I've gained a lot of following on Twitter, um, from, from the senior bowl. And, it, and it's really cool. And I, I really appreciate all of it from everybody. And so I wanted to take that and do something, so do something good with it. You know, I, I don't really enjoy having the spotlight on me. I kind of wanted to put it on, right. You're put, not it on some, lineman. Yeah. put it on to someone else. So, you know, there's a really cool story, you know, it's a sad story, but it's a, something that means a lot to me. Um, my offensive line and offensive line coach in high school, um, his, his daughter, you know, suffers from an extremely rare disease, uh, like a glute one um, disorder. I mean, she's like the only person, you know, if not the only person in the world that has, oh, that wow. has this. So she is, you know, not really been able to have, you know, the greatest, you know, childhood of constantly, you know, flying around and, constantly in hospitals and stuff like that. And, and if you look on the Facebook page of, of hugs for Elena, there's a lot more information on there, but yeah, I created a shirt and it was cool to, you know, have a shirt that represented like me having the belly out and stuff like that. But then also to take that money that that's raised through those shirts and to be able to give it back to, you know, a person that means a lot to me, you know, Elena and, you know, the whole family of uh, the Shellstos. Well, you, you'll be getting an extra large order coming in very soon. So I, I, I'm, I'm awesome. rocking one. I don't know that I can. I, I don't know that I can show off my own belly. I think I'm, I'm at 42 years old, just too old for that. I, I you just got. <laughs> you just got, got to be I confident. Got little, let it out. Ah, you're, you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah. I, I got to do because I, I, I know when I was 20, I would have done it. I'd have been like, screw it. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, but but no, I I it, it that is a great cause, and um, you know it, it it's interesting to me because you know when I see guys moving on from college to the NFL, a lot of times it, it's sort of shocking to them how big their platform gets and, and you have a choice of what to do with it. You know, when you realize that you were reaching people, how, how quickly did that turn to what can I do with this? How can I, how can I do good with this? Like I would say almost instantly, I've been thinking of stuff since high school. You know, I've always wanted to do something special, um, you know, for my coach, uh, coach Shelsta. I always wanted to do something special for him. You know, I, I understood, you know, what kind of stress that he was going through. I mean, he was a, you know, a, a teacher, you know, mm-hmm. it, during the day was a coach at night and also had to be, you know, you know, be a dad. And, and that's, yeah. and that's, you know, just, just a regular life. That's, you know, that's, that's, you know, a tough, tough thing to do. And then to have that also the extra layer of, of stuff happening. So that's something from, from high school I've always wanted to do. And right after the senior bowl, I was, trying to figure out something to do. Cause it was like, all right, Hey, I got this momentum. Let's now this is the time. Cause I never had like a specific idea of what I wanted to do. It was like, I, I want to do something. And then idea started, started churning and it's like, all right, let's do this. This is the, this is the plan. That's awesome. That is awesome. And now we talked earlier about when you were coming out of high school and you had all those questions, why, why didn't you get recruited? What, what was the, the issue? What was the deal? That's all going to go away. You're going to get drafted into the NFL now, and it's going to be, you know, up to you to to make it in the NFL. But does it blow your mind? If, like, it, can you imagine what you'd go back to say to that kid coming out of high school, getting one D two offer and and you know no D one interest? Hey, you're going to play in the NFL. Yeah, I think uh, you know, like my senior year high school self probably would not have believed it whatsoever. Um, I kind of. You know, I had no division one offers, you know, that one division two offer and it was all D three, you know, my, my initial mindset kind of going into college is I got four more years to play football. So I wanted to make the most of those four years. So I was, you know, 
super motivated in the weight room, you know, in practice and trying to become the best football player I could be before, you know, it was time to hang them up. Um, so, and the fact that I'm here at this, at this moment is just, it's, it's insane. I know a lot of people, you know, dream come true, but yeah, I mean, coming out of high school, it was, I got four more years to play ball. You got it. You got a few more than that. Now, Quinn Miners, thank you so much 